I'm Emma. And I'm Shannon. And welcome back to We're Sorry We Can't Don't Hate Us. I'm sorry I can't don't hate me. The motherfucker's concise. I revealed too much too soon. I was emotionally slutty. Okay, I'm a big whore. I think we have a stiff breeze. I'll give you $100 if you say something bitchy about someone we know. It's our first ever mini-sode. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) We wanted to do our And Just Like That as a mini-sode, but we obviously had too much to say, so now it's a (laughs) maxi-sode. But this one is coming out just in time for Valentine's Day, recapping our top crushes from the series. Yes. Yeah. And not just the series. We're also including the movies. We're including and just like that. The whole Sex in the City cinematic universe is on the table here. Yeah. So we're using Crush very loosely here to include any and all people and characters, um, not just the ones we find crushingly physically attractive. For example, I did not include Burger on this list, even though I think he's pretty cute. I would never actually want to date him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, there's a good case against him. Yeah. And a lot of the times, like when we're talking about the sort of main characters that the women date, like the long-term relationships, we are talking about men that seem very old. <laughs> There's something so dad-like about so many of them. Like, it's very (laughs) off-putting. Yeah, I'm not, like, even just looking back, it does seem like the ones that they end up with for a long time are, like, quite a bit older than them. But I also am, like, not sure why I feel weird about that. Maybe it's because they seem, like, because they're older than them, Because I still sort of feel like when I rewatch the original series, so I'm 30 now, and when I watch it, I still feel like they're older than me, even though in the beginning of the series, they're around the same age. And then, of course, they... So I feel like they're older than the men that they date are older. So I just feel like (laughs) they're just like completely not within my, my dating age range. Yeah, it's also, like, very much a product of its time. And, like, the men, overwhelmingly, that they do show, just kind of, like, on those one-off episodes, especially, like, in the early part of the series, they all seem to be, like, kind of finance like, bros, you know, just very... Like, that is the kind of person that would have been in and around the finance district, Wall Street, like, that kind of thing in the late 90s, early 2000s. Like, that's what he would have looked like wearing an ill-fitting, extremely large suit. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) They would totally be crypto bros now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think there's a bit of, like, a a shift in... Well, I mean, always youth is just privileged as a symbol of beauty. Um, Mm -hmm. So maybe at the time, if I had watched this, like, as a person as a person, as a 30-year-old person, like, at the time that this was airing, like, maybe that would have also matched with, you know, 
what was conventionally attractive at the time. And because I was not that age at the time, I just always saw all of those men as very, very old and yeah, not, not it, not it for me. Mm-hmm. But that being said, there are some attractive people on this show that we will talk about. Definitely. Um, who's your, let's just get into it. What's one of your top five crushes? Okay. So <laughs> one of my top crushes is Wallace Wiesel, who you may remember from season two uh, the episode called Shortcomings. She was the mother of Vaughn Weisel, who carried dates for a hot, a hot second. Um, yeah, so Wallace is just this incredibly accomplished mother of, I think, two, maybe three. I'm unclear of how many children she actually had. Um, but she's a documentarian. Um, she always has an incredible bagel spread. Um, she loves Carrie's column. Like she literally is like, Carrie, I love your column. Have you thought about re-virginization? Immediately <laughs> gives her new material. Like she's great. She has excellent taste. She's well read. She has great statement jewelry. Like, honestly, I love this woman. She's so warm. Like she is the mom that you walk into the home and just like you instantly don't feel uncomfortable anymore. Like she's so warm. She's so kind, so intelligent. Like, yeah, we, (laughs) I definitely felt the moment in that episode when Carrie has her sort of breakup moment with Wallace and it's, it's written very much like a breakup conversation and, And I felt that I was like, I would, that would be so hard to leave. And sometimes it's really difficult to leave somebody to break up with somebody based on their family or their friends or other people that you've come close to with them. So yeah, she's an icon. Stan Wallace to the end of time. I love Mm -hmm. that woman. (laughs) What about you, Emma? Who, who do you, you have on your crush list? Okay, one of my crushes, I talk about this all the time because I was, I'm always like really critical throughout the series. And I'm like, this could have been solved through communication or like, you know, they'll, they'll throw somebody under the bus or decide to stop being with somebody because of one tiny little thing. And I always thought, you know, if Charlotte, of course, never met Harry, et cetera, et cetera, that she should have married Stephen, the gay straight man. Cause he was handsome. He was well-dressed. He was a pastry chef. He was nice to Charlotte. He took her on dates that she wanted to go on. He was so sweet and so cute and so kind. And honestly, I can get behind a guy who's in touch with his feminine side. So Charlotte, that was a missed opportunity. I think that Stephen, the gay straight man has a beautiful, lovely wife now and her loss. (laughs) (laughs) I totally agree. I think this is such a great pick. And I I really love too that Charlotte feels so comfy around him that she can wear her glasses when, (laughs) and I will say this, when I used to wear glasses, I wore contacts all the time because I just, I didn't really love myself in glasses. And I did go on a couple of overnight dates with my contacts and without a backup plan. So I slept in my contacts and the length that I went to, to not wear my glasses and like still like 
you know, feel some level of attractiveness and like not feeling like super comfortable you know glasses like yeah I've definitely yeah I've definitely been on those dates too where you just wear your contacts because when your eyesight is that bad like you have no backup plan you can't just like throw them away or like you need those so I can totally appreciate that but that's such a tiny detail I didn't even notice but that's the thing is she was comfortable with him and I feel like, whatever, missed opportunity. But he's also very cute. And again, he's a pastry chef. Yes. Like, amazing. Totally great. And you know what? He also had a knowledge of fine china. <laughs> china? <laughs> Guess it. He understands. He does. Well, who's another one of yours? Okay. So I have to put, like, I just, I can't choose between them. I, I'm going to put them, like, on the same tier. They're tied. Um, and they're tied because I think they both get so little screen time. It's really difficult for me to choose, like, one over the other. So from, and just like that, I have Rabbi Jen and Lisa Todd Wexley. Um, so Rabbi Jen is just like absolutely fabulous. Like I really love her dry wit and she calls rock on their bullshit for not being ready for their day mitzvah, um, immediately right off the bat. And then she offers like Carrie and Miranda some extremely valid, like friendship counseling in the bathroom, like just overhears everything and immediately jumps out, like ready to help them. Love Rabbi Jen. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh, I want that spinoff so badly. Right? Oh, I what a great character. She's also very pretty. Gorgeous. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I was not shocked to learn that the actress is also a model. It's like, of course. Of course. Yeah. I hope we see more. Yes. Yes. Um, I would also put like on on that same tier, I'd put Lisa Todd Wexley. Um, she's also just like super fabulous. She's a documentarian. I guess with Wallace, I have a thing for documentarians. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, she's also- There's something there. There's something there. There's something there. She's also frequently featured on Vogue's best dressed list. And she's a mother of three, like top-notch taste in art, cutthroat tennis attitude, uh, throws a- coordinated large-scale last-minute lunch gathering like honestly love her 100 percent. you want to take her home to your parents <laughs> i want her to be my parent i want to take her home to my parents and i want her to be my parent i want her to fill all of those roles <laughs> oh my gosh i love that on the and just like that note I, as soon as Seema like entered the screen, I was completely entranced and in love with her. Um, I love her strong presence. I love that she calls Carrie on her bullshit because I'm definitely the kind of person I need somebody to call me on my bullshit. And Seema is that person and she's beautiful. She wears power suits. Like she is a force to be reckoned with. I love Seema. I'm like, I have a huge crush on her. <laughs> Absolutely. Like the vanity plate, incredible. <laughs> the personal driver, amazing. The lipstick choice, matched to the satin shirt, 
Stein. <laughs> so good. Also, how nice would it be to have a personal driver? Oh my gosh. One day, I hope never to drive again. It just stresses <laughs> me out that badly. And you know what? This is another thing going on my vision board is Seema with her personal driver. <laughs> like dating her personal driver? Uh, no, just no. having my own. But like oh, in an I automated way, so I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I just want my car to drive for me. That's it. That's what I want. It'll happen. Maybe. Anyways, <laughs> who else? Who else? So I put Barkley on my list, who was a very small cameo role in season one, episode two, Models and Mortals. Um, and this man is absolutely a fuckboy. There's no two ways about it. He regularly breaks the law by filming his sexual encounters with women. I'm assuming without their knowledge or consent, that doesn't feel like a sexy thing to add into his mix. And he's a mediocre artist that paint pours. So just like not, not a great mix there, but he's so cute. He's got a great smile and that's all. That's all it takes. <laughs> I literally just had to Google him and I vaguely remember him, but he is cute, but he kind of, that reminded me of uh, the photographer in that Carrie sort of dates in um, the episode where she walks the runway. Do you know who I'm talking about? I do. And I'm, I'm kind of shocked. I thought that man was quite old. <laughs> no, I thought he was cute. He's like, I, <laughs> I feel like we have completely different days. I thought he was, I can't remember his name. But he was the guy that was, and he was kind of charming. Like he was like, look like in a very cheesy way, like in a very similar way where, you know, he's a misogynistic asshole, but like, he's kind of charming and cute. Like the guy that you date in your early twenties for like two weeks. Totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I mean, I don't see it for that guy, but I, I, I see him <laughs> believe it for you. <laughs> that's so funny maybe he is old I don't yeah. I'm I don't know I'm so sorry I don't mean I don't mean to shame I just don't see it that's fair hey that's fair we all have different crushes um I had to put and I realized I had a few of Charlotte's on here um I had to put Harry I love Harry Harry is just he is a genuinely good man and I could totally see myself being charmed by him. He's our baldy. He's, he's all of our baldy. Absolutely. Yeah, he's very sweet. He's just so endearing. And he just loves Charlotte so, so much. It's really, really cute. I think that's a big part of it is that, like, Charlotte and him have this sort of love that is so pure and yeah, like he just loves her so, so much and he's expressive about it. And yeah, it's just toxic masculinity, like not with Harry, like he's lovely. He's not toxic and he'll spit out that blueberry bagel if he doesn't like it. <laughs> we stand. I love that. <laughs> um, I put... Oliver Spencer on my list um, from 
uh, season four. Um, so, I mean, just Oliver Spencer is played by Murray Bartlett, who I love so much, um, but he's also just very fabulous. Like, this is the kind of person that if he says he's got a good time lined up for me, I fully, like, I put all my faith in in that. He's a shoe representative with unlimited access to top fashion brands. Love that. And he can get us into Bungalow 8. I love it. <laughs> he is very cute. And the accent definitely helps. I literally can't not say Bungalow 8 with like a semi-awful Australian accent because of Oliver Spencer. <laughs> and I've never been there. I don't know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, a hot club. But we want to be there. Oliver <laughs> wants us, to, wants Makes me want to be there, just by the way he says it. Yes, agreed. Um, another person I had to put on this list was Natasha. I realized, because I talk about how much I love Natasha all the time, that it may be because I have a crush on her. And I think that just, I, I honestly think it's in that moment when Carrie tries so desperately to apologize to her, and she just has, like, the best cutting remark like not only have you ruined my marriage now you've ruined my lunch it's just like she is another person who will call you on your bullshit and that is what I'm here for plus she's beautiful and she is incredibly driven and hardworking and and stunning I love Natasha 100 percent you also have to admire somebody who's 26 years old and gets in like real deep with Ralph Lauren. Like she is high up in the ranks there. So respect. Yeah. Honestly. Um, I also put Sean from the infamous biphobia episode um, on my list, which we will talk about in a future episode. Um yeah, so Sean, I think Sean is just one of those, like, characters that Carrie really fucked up. Like, Carrie fucked up a great opportunity. He takes her on interesting dates. Like, ice skating for your second or third date is very cute. And he also immediately introduces her to his circle of friends. Um, and just, like, you know, very well adjusted, very well connected. Like, come on in the circle. There's lots of, lots of people for you to meet. Um, yeah, he's just, like, really easygoing and nice <laughs> communicative like Carrie you fucked up a little bit like he seems like a good guy honestly out of all the people they date Sean seems like the most like a real person you know what I mean like I feel like if like I could meet Sean any day or like Sean could be in my friend group like a lot of the characters can sometimes seem like, of course, they're based on real personas and like real lived people. You know, there's some, some sort of inspiration there. But Sean, to me, feels like somebody. <laughs> and maybe this is just like being in the friend group that I'm in. But he seems the most like somebody I would actually know. I totally agree. I totally agree. I love that you bring that up because I, yeah, I really see that. Mm -hmm. I know Sean. Sean is like, Sean is... Uh, not bound to certain time periods. Yeah. Sean is now. Sean is now. Sean is the moment. Sean exists everywhere. <laughs> There's a Sean near you. There's a Sean now coming to a theater near you. 
Sean and the ice skating date. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I had to put, I talk about how much I love this man all the time. I had to put Trey McDougal. Um, I, I think a big part of this for me is the, I'm unable to separate the actor from the character. Um, I'm a big Kyle McLaughlin fan. I think he's incredibly handsome. He's like my number one masculine celebrity crush. Um, and Trey in the beginning is quite charming. Like he is, I think I love his voice. I just, I, I, but again, I think this is me having difficulty separating the actor from the character, but mm. I do love, I think you shared with me an Instagram comment that I related to, to so much was that my toxic trait is that I would have made a relationship with Trey McDougal work. <laughs> and I don't know if I would have taken it that far, but, uh, Trey to me I love watching that, those seasons I I love it yeah Trey is very he's very charming in a very like his character uh, I'll speak to his is very charming in a very specific way um mm -hmm. and I think like we really get we we really get that hot uh moment <laughs> where he's playing uh tennis without a shirt on and i think he's just like in his tartan boxers but that was a that was a particularly steamy moment for sure yeah 100 percent so happy valentine's palentine's galentine's self-love day whatever you celebrate and whether single or not you're fabulous exclamation point and thank you so much for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe. And if you feel so inclined, DM us a post-it note. And remember to follow us on Instagram at Don't Hate Us Pod and on Twitter. And yeah, we'll see you next time. <laughs>